Meet Will and Tom, two seemingly ordinary men, cursed with a gift of vast knowledge that is forever expanding, possessing incredible insight with unparalleled skills and expertise. Let us join them as they embark on a journey to quench their thirst for the truth while answering the questions to life's most intriguing mysteries. Let us open our minds and ask, Dude, could you imagine? Could you imagine? Could you imagine? The life of William always seemed good. Sure, he had some ups and downs, but for the most part, he lived a fair life, and a happy one at that. Always striving to keep the status quo, keeping any big changes at bay. But some changes are inevitable. Some changes are unavoidable. And even more rare, some changes seem to have a way of finding you. And this, my dear friends, is the tale of a change that William happened to find, or should I say, found him, on one fateful day of fishing, when William caught not but just a fish, but the all-powerful One Ring of Power. Welcome back, everybody. This is Tom Case. And this is Will Stark. Will. I think we're in the last week. If this is not uh, the day of, no, 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 this it can't is, be the day of. No, this can't be I'm the day up of. Pulling up a calendar. <laughs> yeah, it's always hard to keep track of these dates. Right, no, know. there's one more episode that will air before the end of our contest, which is which I know you're getting at. Yeah, I believe this episode will air on the 28th. Okay, so, so we, have we do one have more, one more episode. That will air on the 2nd of May. Oh, because then it's two days before the end of the contest. Indeed, of the DCYI glass set giveaway. Um, which is open to everybody. If you want more details, just listen to the details near the end of the show. Let's get right into it, Will. As always. <laughs> I think you might like this one. Okay, I hope so. Yes. What if you found the one ring to rule them all? <laughs> okay, for sure. All right. Um, so I do like this one. <laughs> yeah, right. Because I, I, I know um, you're a fan of Lord of the Rings. So, so am I, but uh, you like it. I found yeah. the ring of power, Sauron's ring. Um, mm-hmm. Okay. Here's, parameters. Here's the parameters. So... It's in our world, okay? Yes. So there's no Mount Mordor or anything like that. Mount so Doom, we don't yes. know, huh? Mount Doom. But oh, yes. I'm sorry. You're right. You're right. I'm sorry, but <laughs> see that. See, you're like I said, you're a bigger fan of it than I. Am. Uh, so, so there's no Mount Doom uh, in Mordor, uh-huh. right? That's that's in Mordor, isn't it? Yes, it is okay. in Mordor. <laughs> okay, I got that right. Uh, so there's no Mount Doom here, and we don't know how the ring got here. However, it is here. It is here, and okay. you found it. You were going fishing with your father-in-law, okay? Which I hear he likes to do. <laughs> he loves to fish, and uh, you went fishing, and you happened to catch a fish. And when you brought it on board after a tough fight, right? Mm-hmm. You want to unhook it, and mm-hmm. you looked in the mouth and saw something glinting. Mm-hmm. You saw something shiny. Yeah. And as soon as you put your your hands in there to open the mouth, you mm-hmm. saw it was. The One Ring. Okay, so I, I find I find a gold ring. Yes. Um. Well, you know the gold. The gold I guess you wouldn't know the it's script, the One Ring. I would just find a ring. A, yeah, a, you would a just plain gold or brass looking ring, mm-hmm. and it wouldn't have script on it because that because it doesn't not, unless they throw it in fire. fire. Yeah. Um. I mean, I would think it was a cool souvenir. I think mm-hmm. I would definitely keep it. 
Yeah, and I mean, finding a ring would, of anything yeah, in a fish Yeah, and like I would that. joke. I, I See, here's the thing. I was I wouldn't be able to joke with Manny about Lord of the Rings because he wouldn't know what the fuck I'm talking about. Oh, but, he wouldn't. But I'd be able to joke with my mother-in-law and my fiance about how, like, oh, it's just like how Smeagol found the ring in, uh, in Lord of the Rings. <laughs> <laughs> my precious. Yeah, I, would do, I would do the Andy yeah. Circus golem <laughs> the impersonation, joke. Yeah, right? Absolutely. Yeah. Um, <laughs> But uh, I wouldn't even think about it being the One Ring or it having the script or anything like that. Um, if like I could, I could see myself if it's like during the summer, right, and we're making mm-hmm. s'mores. I could be, I could make the joke of like, watch it throw it in the fire, and it, it, it has a script, and then I actually do it. Oh, you know, and and the ring will be fine yeah. in the fire. And then it actually does get the script. I would see at that point, though, I would just think it was like a really fucking cool replica. <laughs> yeah, I'm I like, know, holy right? shit. <laughs> I'm like, this is like legit. And I would probably I would probably try and sell it. <laughs> oh, really? Uh, I would probably like I try and look it up. Be like, yeah, hey, it's an actual replica. Like, how it does they... this and that. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Well, um, before we go any further. Oh, sorry. Though, yeah, go ahead. Um, You know what? I'm I'm surprised. I. I I, I should fire him. I don't know where Fritz is at. I should. You're probably It's right. April already. Yeah, I know, should right? be done. But because he's not here, I had to do my own deep dive. So let's go to the deep dive, <laughs> shall we? Yes. Details from the deep. So here's a couple of facts on Lord of the Rings um, that I didn't know about, uh, but I thought were very interesting. And uh, one of them was... Uh, and. Uh, this is a most of these are, if not all of them, I think, are actually going to be Lord of the Rings, the movie, the trilogy. Right? Okay. Um, I do know it's from J.R.R. Tolkien, uh, the author, you know, of the book. Right. Um, but a lot of these, um, when I tried to look up like facts and stuff, I was barely finding anything interesting of facts about the book. Really? Yeah. Like I didn't really find a lot. Most everything that came up was about the movie. That's so strange. I mean, don't I get me wrong. I plenty about the movie would yeah. should come up and be interesting, but I'm surprised. Like some of the books trivia. Okay. Whatever. I know. That's, I know. I thought it was the same thing too. Really Cause I was like, well, we're talking about really just the book and we're not really talking about just the movie, but yeah, I mean, yeah, go ahead. Uh, one of them that I thought was interesting cause it has something to do with, one of my faves is that Peter Jackson almost didn't get the chance to turn Lord of the Rings into a movie series. And that's because back in the sixties, the Beatles wanted to adapt Lord of the Rings for themselves. What? Yeah, dude. They, they wanted to adapt Lord of the Rings for themselves. Paul McCartney as Frodo, Ringo Starr as <laughs> Sam, George Harrison as Gandalf and John Lennon as Gollum. What? <laughs> yeah. And, and guess who they wanted to direct? Uh, Peter Jackson. I don't know. Stanley Kubrick. Okay, why why does this prevent Peter Jackson from making the movies? I think it had something to do with whoever bought the rights. Oh, yeah. So if they had done that and had bought the rights, most likely they wouldn't. Okay, you know, I mean, that's you never know. Maybe they would have given Peter. There are a lot of Hobbit and Lord of the Rings movies. Not a lot, but there's more than a few that came out before Jackson ever did it. Yeah, yeah, that's true. But I wonder if whatever happened to the rights to that, I don't know. Yeah, a lot of times when Beatles get stuff like the rights, they rarely ever, you know, give them. Except for you know the thing that happened with Michael Jackson and Paul McCartney, you know, the Beatles songs. Mm -hmm. But uh, I don't. I just thought that was so weird. I mean, like you know, imagine like, come here, my precious. You know, like like, like, (laughs) that's so horrible. It's my ring. (laughs) You know what I mean? Like it's just so weird. You know what I mean? Um. I would have cast, by the way, of the four to be Golem, I think it should have been Ringo Starr. Uh, have you ever seen Ringo Starr in Caveman? No, okay. I don't think I have. So there's this movie. It's called Caveman. It stars Ringo Starr and, um, oh, my God, 
what's his face? Dennis Quaid. When oh, he's okay. young, I remember, when he's yeah. young. And there's no English in the movie. There's no uh, actual uh, dialogue in the movies because they're all cavemen. They they grunt and stuff. Oh, I see. And it's a comedy adventure with Ringo Starr and Dennis Quaid as a couple came in. It's actually not bad. Really? I really like that movie. Oh man, yes. I might have to check it out. But um just picturing Ringo Starr with his grunting and his like rugged caveman look, I'm like, he should play Gollum for sure. I know. That's why I thought it was just so weird that they said and you know, John Lennon is as Gollum. Like I I don't know. I I, yeah, I would not They probably were just high and thought it was hilarious. <laughs> That's exactly what happened. Hey, um, you know you know what I think we should do next? Lord of the Rings. I think we should do Lord of the Rings. <laughs> Lord of the Rings went through a little bit of like a, a pop culture boom in the late 60s, early 70s. Uh, Led Zeppelin, their fourth record, has a few songs that make uh, – actually, not just their fourth record, but they have more than a few songs that uh, have a lot of Lord of the Rings content in them or about Lord of the Rings. Mm-hmm. The band Rush, I'm sure you've heard of them. They also oh, have yeah. – they have a song called Rivendell. They have a few other songs as well. Like, yeah, it was pretty big. Christopher Lee. Yes. Right? Mm-hmm. Out of all the, I cap- know what you're gonna say. What is that? That he was, he met Tolkien. Tolkien oh, yeah. said, if he <laughs> yeah. anyone played Gandalf, he wanted it to be Christopher Lee. Christopher Lee uh, auditioned to be Gandalf, mm-hmm. but he was not cast. But he was cast as Saruman instead. Very good. <laughs> but he also agreed that McKellen was better, the better because he Gan- was. Although Christopher Gandalf. Lee's amazing. And yeah, he, he Saruman is. so mm-hmm. good. Yeah, that is true. Wow. See, you already knew some of the the. You should do the deep dive. <laughs> um. The only other thing too that that I thought was kind of cool because this is I actually really liked this character, um, Gimli. Yeah. Right. Uh, being a dwarf, Gimli is the shortest of the warriors in the Fellowship. But his actor, John, I think it's pronounced Reese, John Reese Davies, uh, is over six feet tall. Oh, mm-hmm. well, interesting. For some wider shots, a body double was used to make sure Gimli didn't look. Taller than Legolas or Aragorn. Right, right, yeah. for sure. I thought that was kind of really cool because, like, I did not know that. You they know did a mean? lot of really cool visual, like, uh, what do they call that? Perspective shots where it's like, for instance, like, where you have Gandalf yeah. in the room looming over Frodo. It's actually, they're not standing anywhere near each other. It's the perspective that and the angle that they get make it look like Gandalf's looming over him. But in reality, Gandalf's just a lot closer to the camera than than uh, Frodo was. Frodo, Frodo was actually right? kind of far off. I think I remember yeah. seeing that, and they had to like place like a like a ball or something on a stick to know, know where their eye line, yeah. like where to look at exactly. to make it look like. Yeah. And they, man, they totally nailed yeah, that a lot because of I would not have known. And, and, yeah, and love and and just respect went into making those movies. Yeah, but that's it for the deep dive. Really, those, you those just are, had two uh, Lord of the Rings. You just have three. Two? I had three. Of them. What was the third two? one? The Gimli one. What was the first one? The Beatles one. Oh, and the second one was Christopher Lee, which yeah, I told you. Yeah, that's why t- I thought there was only two. Okay. <laughs> I know. I was like, what are you talking about? <laughs> I expected five, Tom. There, there were, well, Fritz there... would have done a better job. I'm kidding. I know. I'm joking. Well, there were other ones, but like most of it was stuff about like production and everything. And, you know, you could just go and watch the behind the scenes specials on the, on the DVD. All right. Well, those. while you were talking about your facts, I mm. did think of the fact that actually I would figure out that it was the Ring of Power pretty quickly because I would at some point jokingly put it on and see how it looked. Oh, we know that the Ring of Power, well, the Ring of Power, I think, can choose whether it wants to be used or not, Mm. but like it always wants to be used. So I don't think that really matters. Um, um, And yeah, so I would turn invisible. Now, here's the weird thing. Okay, Okay. so when you do that, I know in the book when he puts the ring on, Sauron can see him. (laughs) Right. Right. He he, he could feel and see where when when the ring is being used. Yes. So now we already established that you find the ring, but obviously there's no Mount Doom and, and no, there's no mortar on Earth, mm-hmm, right? Mm-hmm. So 
would there be Sauron still? Well, like, I mean, okay, there's a lot of ways we could approach this in, mm-hmm. in that, like, in Middle Earth, one of the one of the major themes is that magic is slowly but surely disappearing from this world. Like, it's why the elves are leaving. Mm-hmm. Um, there's only a few bastions left that, like, remain magical, Rivendell being one of them, Lothlorien being another. But the reason that those two realms are able to stay magical is because uh, both El- Elrond and Galadriel have two rings of power. They have two of the three elven rings. Oh, okay. Um, and it's through the power of the rings that they have warded off the erosion of magic. But when when the one ring is destroyed, it... Uh, it, and all the other rings are tied to it. It destroys the power of those rings, and that's why at the end of Return of the King, everyone's leaving because they okay. are they already know once the ring's gone, all their magic's gone. They're just gonna leave. They're gonna go to the place where there is magic. Yeah. But my point is, like as far as we know, there is no magic in this world. So does the ring even work? Oh, that you know would be I mean? okay. I see what you're saying. <laughs> yeah, because technically it's not yeah. destroyed now. Yeah. And by the way, found it. Middle Earth is canonically in the story supposed to be our world at a much earlier age oh okay mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. well dang then then it, it you know well i guess you would have tried it on before you threw it in the fire that's yeah what you i, were I saying, think right? so that's what i was saying so, so that means if there is no magic it would just be a ring yeah it would just be a piece of brass <laughs> and, and, and even if you did throw it in the fire yeah. it probably wouldn't yeah. light up with and the I, inscription it, right? and if yeah it wouldn't um mm-hmm. although mm, i don't know if that's magic or not it might just be well, some how- super badass technique the Celebrimbor taught to Sauron. <laughs> yeah, if, yeah, if that's some technique, I wish uh, we'd someone I else mean, would I'm sure it's possible. I think mm-hmm. it's doable. Like, I'm pretty sure you would... Well, I don't know enough about blacksmithing or goldsmithing. Yeah, right, but I'm be- just going to talk in my ass and say, like, I would imagine <laughs> yeah. that you would line it with a, a, a type of metal that... Um, that glows at a cooler temperature than, oh, than the rest of saying. the ring, yeah. but it matches in color. And so, like, yeah, when it hits the the heat, it begins to glow. The glow. So that would make sense. That would um, make sense. But yeah, if I if I put on the ring and it didn't do anything, and I didn't know it was the one ring, and it didn't have any power over me, I, I would still keep it for life because that's a crazy story. I yeah, gotta have you, a fish's you, mouth. Yeah, like, you caught a fish is, like in the ocean. Cool. Yeah, yeah, I wear that ring. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. But uh, you know. Us here at Dude, could you imagine? We never want to have a boring story, okay, right? All so right. it is magic. It is. You magic. put it on, I turn and, and you turn invisible, but mm-hmm. you also you don't see it, but mm-hmm. you hear like a, the whispers of Sora. So yeah, you hear oh you hear a voice, and it just you know once you put it on, you just hear it go like, "Return to me." Take off my ring. Okay, at that point, hmm. I'm torn between chucking the ring back into the, <laughs> the lake where I was fishing mm-hmm. um, or hiding it somewhere safer forever. Okay, I find it interesting that you said you you would throw it because if it is magical, now doesn't that make you – because doesn't that affect Frodo like once he starts to have it or does that so not the, work the, at that The fast? ring can, can sway people, can mm-hmm. like almost entice or mesmerize people into desiring it, right? And Hobbits, this works a lot less. It's why it takes so long. For instance, Bilbo, right? Bilbo mm-hmm. had the ring for like 50 years he had the ring. Um, and like the only effects it had on him was that he was really attached to it. And he got a little golemy there in the movie mm-hmm. for a split second. <laughs> yeah, I remember. But like that shows Hobbit's purity of heart and like their resilience yeah. to, to magical effects and stuff like that. Um, humans are affected oh, more man. easily. Because I do remember yeah. that one time that guy, oh, what's his name? Uh, Boromir. Boromir, my yeah, favorite yeah, yeah. character from The Fellowship of the Ring. Mm-hmm. Fucking love him. And uh, Sean Bean does such a good job. Um, 
But yeah, it, it affects humans much quicker and much more strongly, and it affects those who have a desire for power the most. So Boromir, who is not a bad person by pretty much any means, like before the ring, um, but one thing he is, is desperate. His people are fighting in a war and they're failing. Like he desperately wants something, some sort of power, some sort of unite, uniting of people, something to save his people, right? So he's just like a prime victim for the ring. And it's why the ring yeah. instantly has an effect on him. While people like Aragorn, who is more, well, he's not reluctant in the books, but in the movies, he's a very reluctant king. Um, or Gandalf, who's wise enough to know better. Um, it's why, even though it does pull on them a, a bit, much less in Boromir. Now, yeah, I think I, oh, go ahead. I was going to say, yeah, because doesn't um, doesn't Gandalf like they don't offer tempt it to him? Me, Frodo, yeah, and he's yeah. like, don't even. He didn't yeah. even want to like. Yeah, yeah that's right. He, what does he say? He says, if I were to take the ring, um, I would use it out of a desire to do good, but through me, I would will my great evil yeah. or something like that. Um, so I think I, I have a pretty established rapport on this podcast yeah. that I do not desire power. Okay, I, <laughs> I want to be left the fuck alone. I was going to say, this is the time where we test Will's will, right? <laughs> you know what I mean? And, and so I know that I got limited time. If this is the real deal, I have a limited time that I can spend with this ring before. It doesn't matter. That part doesn't matter. I'm yeah. human, so I'm susceptible, right? Um, which is why I'm torn between throwing it in the lake now um, versus... Um, trying to find somebody to hide it. I also have to deal with Manny, who is my father-in-law. Oh, and I'm, right. Because you know, he knows he saw you. He saw he saw the ring. Is he going to try and fucking? Oh, uh, what, is he smeagle me? Is he going to try and smeagle me? Right. Like all of a sudden he's like, <laughs> I'm just running for my life. He's, ah! uh, he's um, like, it's mine, Will. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I don't think I'm going to throw it away. I think I'm going to pocket it immediately. Um, I see you. I, you you know did what? see me turn invisible though. Oh, that is true. Which is bad news. Babe. That is true. Because he's, he's going to desire the ring. I also see you, like, <laughs> that moment where you said you were thinking about throwing it back into the water. Mm-hmm. I see you, your hand cocked back, but you hesitate. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> Sure, yeah. <laughs> um, which means to me, I need... See, I don't I don't know how long I have before I'm I'm enthralled to the ring, right? Because us as humans, you're right. Bormer, it almost seemed to happen instantaneously. Yeah, because, again, he desired mm-hmm. power. Even though he desired power for a good reason, that didn't matter. Like, it was it was a chink in his armor the ring was able to exploit. Um, I'm trying to think. I think at most I have a few days. At mm-hmm. most. I'm, just to be on the cautious side. Like, maybe I can last a week, but I don't want to risk that. Yeah, I, the longer I you think spend I have enough money in my account. <laughs> uh, I'll get yelled at for this later, but I'm gonna <laughs> I'm gonna book uh, a cruise to the Mariana Trench <laughs> and try and throw that ring over and hope no one ever finds it because it's deep, 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 deep under the sea. Yeah, and then they, and then one of those uh, what do they call those Alvins? Mm-hmm. The 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 uh, deep the deep dive. Um, little uh, pods that people go in and mm-hmm. do like exploration that's the next person to find it I mean oh, at, at that this. point it's out of my hands that's the best hiding place I could think <laughs> yeah, of you know what I mean true. and the problem is I probably won't get there because let's say I jump through all the hoops mm-hmm. and there's gonna be a lot to even get out there mm-hmm. but by the time I get out there like all it takes is like one chink in the armor right so like I hear about some crazy war going on you know like the one that's going on now um, and I, I begin having the ring starts yeah, doing the you could end this war you, through me you <laughs> could rule all men and there would never be war again and blah 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 you yeah, exactly. use it yeah exactly <laughs> like, you know, that's exactly yeah. what it would do um, so so maybe I don't know okay Mariana Trench is off the table we're no longer doing <laughs> yeah. that I don't think I can last that long um 
Yeah, it would be hard I'm to. Trying, what's the most remote location? Maybe the middle of the desert, but like this. But uh, you, okay, anywhere you can get to, that 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 yeah. you can do it quickly. That means you can get back there just as quickly. Oh, you're right, because it can you, it can pull. So I have mm-hmm. to I have to get it to a place where I can't go. Yeah, again. that would be the the only way to do it. Oh, but, I mean, okay, maybe the Mariana Trench is too too wishful thinking. I'm gonna have to take it. Oh, okay. I think I know what I'll do. I'm going to uh, off the coast of California is one of the biggest kelp forests in the world. Oh, okay. Um, I'm probably gonna try and go to the heart of that. I'm gonna tie a weight. Um, onto this ring to make sure that it doesn't float or skip about. Um, I want it to be heavy enough to get it embedded deep into the into the kelp if yeah. I can. Um, so like a, a good five pound, ten pound like weight. Yeah, of metal. something where you know it's not. Yeah. Also, it can't just be string that you tie it to. No, no, it has to be I, yeah, something very gotta, durable that can last underwater. Fuck, what, what could it be? Um, um, like, the only thing I could think of that wouldn't deteriorate in like, over time, huh? Yeah. Uh, um, and and you're you're talking about the off the coast, so it's salt water. So mm-hmm. you need the salt. You need something that can withstand that. Yeah. Um. I don't know if certain metals is the only thing I could think of, right? But after a while, oh, I know. I'll uh, I'll do like uh, five or six like plastic zip ties because the plastic oh, will take okay. the plastic would hundreds and hundreds of years to deteriorate if it ever does. Um. Or maybe no, because glass will break. Fuck. You're right. Because even the plastic will deteriorate, but I can't. Sooner, like, there's but, only so much I could do. How, right? Yeah, what are you gonna do? Um, like, and I, and you know what? And you saying this, I still can just picture in my head, and I could hear the theme music in the background. Right? What uh, I picture is you do this, and you think you you wash your hands of it, right? Yeah. You're like, okay, I did it, yeah. and now you're what sailing away or mm-hmm. whatever, swimming away. Yeah. I don't know how you did it. Yeah. Right? You do that, and then all of a sudden, this scuba diver is coming swimming, and you just hear. Yeah, I mean it's possible. Well, yeah, the ring does call the people, and like, okay, so maybe the kelp forest isn't good. Well, the thing is, anywhere I get to, other people can get to. Yeah, I'm just hoping with the kelp forest, it makes it incredibly difficult for anyone to find it, and it should be deep in the mud. Yeah, that is true. Like that would be like. Isildur th- died and fell into a river, and the ring disappeared for four thousand years. Mm-hmm. So I think you know I at least bought us a couple hundred. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> anyway, because here's my thing: if someone wields the, the ring of power in this world, right, mm-hmm. um, and there is no Sauron because there isn't, um, as far as we know. <laughs> Although I guess no, because if the ring exists and Sauron does exist, because Middle Earth is supposed to be our world, so Sauron's like some weird CEO of some company. Yeah, I was. You know what I was just about to say is like, what if you heard the voice and it was like, you could take over China? <laughs> like, it, 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 oh my and god, Trump? Can you imagine <laughs> something like that? No, you know? or it's, it's it's Putin and he's like, bring it back to me in Mother Russia. <laughs> you know? No, well, um. I, I, Sauron wouldn't have a body though, so he would still be some sort of weird eye spirit in the sky <laughs> that no one talks about. Yeah. Um, cause, well, where I was getting at with that was like, if let's say there is no Sauron, but the ring still works, like who's going to stand against the person with the ring? Like, not many yeah, people I think will be able to. I think we have guns now, you know? Yeah. And it wasn't like the person wearing the ring was invincible. Well, you know, the thing right? is, the person who wields the ring does have 
a certain like well okay so the ring kind of grants different levels of power to to different people so for example like with frodo and the hobbits like it just has the invisibility because hobbits don't have any violence in their hearts you know what i mean they don't have any oh, will, okay. like, will to know. exert upon other people but like if someone like gandalf or a warrior gets it like they can have like power over men over others i thought it only worked when these other those other rings that he had given out because no. i thought this one ring was to rule those others that had those rings no it right? does it did that too it did it does oh, a bunch okay. of things um what what was i saying um he's like nobody would oh yeah so with- like you would you would have a like it basically it's like a plus 25 to charisma and also you get physical strength and stuff like that too. Oh, okay, okay. Um, but I, you know, I don't know if you could do what you see Sauron doing in the movies, where he like swings a single mace and like fifty yeah, dudes those, die. Like, yeah, um, that might have just been because Sauron technically is like an angel level deity. But um, but I digress. Um, if the ring does exist and it does work, then you know it. I think it stands to reason that Sauron is somewhere in this world and he fucking wants it. And if he gets it. I mean, maybe we can shoot him. I'm not sure. I know. I wonder what would happen with our conventional <laughs> yeah, weapons against his magical. Yeah, kind, exactly. Know? Who's to say? Yeah. Um, so, yeah, you and I have very different answers. Oh, my um, God. Here I, we go. I did have, well, because I did have this scenario for me, like uh-huh. the way I would like to find something like that. But you, you shot a hole in that real quick. Uh-huh. And it makes sense because I was thinking if it was me that found it, the way I would find it is, you know. Probably me and my wife would be going shopping at, at like, the local... Well, there's a place called Frank and Sons, right? Mm -hmm. They have a lot of collectibles and everything like that. A lot of nerd culture things. And, uh, you know, I would be going by a shop and seeing it displayed for sale, right? Not knowing, you know, like, maybe that what it is, but I would think it would be a replica. But you're right. Who would sell that? Because if they were in possession of that, they wouldn't want to get rid of it. Yeah, no, no, they wouldn't. They Um, wouldn't. But... Let's say if I did find it somehow, you know, somewhere, somehow I mm-hmm. found it. You know what, man? I don't know. I don't trust myself. I would not trust myself with the ring. <laughs> like, I would have to be like, uh, probably like what Gandalf did. Uh-huh. Like, you know what I mean? Even, and let's say I saw you, you proved it to me. You're like, Tom, I need to show you something. <laughs> Throw it into the fire, Tom. <laughs> yeah. Do you're it. like, you're like, you're no. like, wait, wait, wait. God damn it, Tom. Like, you're like, wait till everyone in the office is left, you know, whatever. <laughs> and then you would put the ring on and you'd prove that. Now I know that that's the ring. Oh, wouldn't you have already put it on? No, well, see, this is what I'm saying. But if you had it first and you, oh, were, yeah, you yeah. were to show it to me, I would not, I would yeah. have to do what Gandalf did. Because Don't I already know, me, yeah, will. I know I could not be trusted with the ring. Because you're gonna smeagle I, my ass. I, see, I can't trust anybody. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, I hope I wouldn't smeagle your ass, but I probably would. <laughs> it's my birthday. I'm like, ah! yeah, I know. But, but honestly, I feel like I, I think I would be so tired of some of the stuff I see in the world, like this. Yeah, water, that's what I mean. And okay. I would use it, and yeah. I, and I, the temptation would be too great for me. Mm-hmm. I know I would mm-hmm. use it. Yeah, there's no way I would not. You know what I mean? Like finding this ring. You would and, be boring me right? at the at the meeting of Elrond. It's like we could use this. Yeah, I, like, I would. No, be, yeah. no, we can't. I'm Shut like, up. But will? <laughs> <laughs> no, don't throw it back into the ocean. <laughs> One does not simply get to the Mariana Trench. <laughs> yeah, um, when you when you drop it into this kelp forest you're gonna uh-huh. hear another splash behind it and that's me diving down to go after it <laughs> oh my gosh <laughs> um well yeah that's what i would do i mean i so you're saying you're what would you use it for see again just like what gandalf says i would use it to do great things but through me the ring would <laughs> achieve <laughs> evil yeah. you know like i and no but in all honesty that's that's that is what i would want that for i know i would think in my head 
well, but I could at least fix this problem. Mm-hmm. Let me just fix this problem. See, okay, you know what I mean? Here, or whatever it may here be. Here is like, where you're really fucking up. Mm-hmm. The ring wants to be found, but not by you, Tom. Yeah, not I know. It's you. trying to get back the to The ring you. will use you, and the mm-hmm. second it can't use you anymore, it will line up an assassination to move on to the next person. Yeah, it's trying to get back yeah, to Sauron. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. So, like, you probably wouldn't get very far with it. Yeah, like see, that you, would suck. this is what would happen. This is my just, I'm just off the cuff. Yeah. What I think would happen is I would throw, I, I throw the ring in the cup for us. You dive in. I'm just like, whatever, Tom, I'm leaving. <laughs> I did my part. Yeah. Um, you would, like, you, don't be late for work. I would, I would leave you out there because I know you're going to end the fucking world. Yeah. So I, I leave you out there hoping mm-hmm. you don't make it back. Sorry, Tom. Um, <laughs> but you do. And like, you're walking. You know, I don't know. I just picturing Santa Monica Pier to your left as you're walking <laughs> okay, okay. into, you know, the greater LA area. And then the first street that you cross, you're going to get hit by a car. The ring's going to go flying, <laughs> flying. And some somebody's going to be, it's going to like clang next yeah. to them and they're going to pick it up. Ooh. And they're going to Somebody who it. has the and more direct line to getting it mm-hmm. back to Saturday. Some like yeah. rich like housewife with like a poodle in her purse mm-hmm. is going to grab it and take it home. And next thing you know, it's going to get to her husband's boss is <laughs> overlord like i don't know yeah anyways next thing you know we're living in some weird imperial <laughs> um what's the word dystopia that's the tragic tale of tom yeah right? seriously you know you know what it does remind me of though i i think it's uh in the movie constantine constantine right? this movie keeps coming up on all my podcasts tom we, really yeah we it? talk about constantine on the dungeon cast all the god oh man because the movie is amazing yeah it is i, I, I do movie. like it um but it reminds me i think it's in that movie right where they show the story of the part where the guy finds the tip the spear tip of destiny right or, yeah yeah the spear of destiny yeah and yeah. it's like somewhere right now like it's like in mexico in mexico yeah. and the guy who finds it does come, yeah does walk out into the road but like when the car hits him the he doesn't even budge oh yeah like because hurt. he's immortal with yeah it. exactly yeah. i was thinking like too bad it wasn't the ring wasn't like that no it's certainly not <laughs> but yeah you're right it probably would happen that way yeah you know what yeah. i mean but see that's why i would have to be like no yeah. don't tempt me will just throw it in there <laughs> i you know i couldn't even go with you yeah i i just have, well, I to would, be fair i would, I would never have told yeah, you. you wouldn't you probably like, wouldn't i wouldn't have told, have told anybody because i don't yeah. want to risk anyone's life so just to make it clear right now if you ever find the one ring will, don't, don't show Tom. <laughs> gotcha. But dude, could you imagine? Can anybody hear me? Please hear me. Can you hear me? Can anybody hear me? If you can hear me, this is Fritz Frivolous. I need your help. I'm stuck. Somehow stuck inside the minds of Will and Tom. I need to escape. Please, please support them and their podcast. You can go to patreon.com slash dude could you imagine? Or leave a five-star review on Apple Podcasts. Distract them long enough for me to break free. You can even leave a like, comment, or subscribe. Again, don't forget about me, Fritz Frivolous. Hello, everybody. This is Tom here. This is Will. We just wanted to let you know that we are taking a little break from the DCYI trading card giveaway for our patrons. The reason is because we're starting a new contest for everybody. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, everybody will be involved. In this new contest. <laughs> I feel like it's going to be Radio DJ. Like, you're involved, then you're involved. <laughs> so Tom's brother-in-law did something really cool, and he made a, a very, very nice-looking custom Do Could You Imagine glass with matching glass coaster. Mm-hmm. It has uh, the Do Could You Imagine. What, go ahead and describe it. Yeah, so it does have, like, the it, uh, it says Do Could You Imagine on there. Uh, I believe there's, like, certain parts of our logo that's imprinted or, like, that he has placed on the glass. Um, the one cool thing I really did like about it is like 
when you look into the bottom of the glass, it has the eye. You know, oh, the eye nice. that's in so our logo. Yeah, logo. I thought that's so cool. You Does know, it have the the faces or the, the tower. I don't remember. Uh, I believe it has the. Uh, we'll, we'll be posting pictures. Soon. Yeah, I believe it has the the part of the head, like the silhouettes. Oh, that's with, awesome. Th- that are in the logo too. That's cool. Um, but yeah, it looks cool. I really like it. Um, and and my, he was nice enough to let us uh, give it away to you guys. Yeah, to my brother-in-law Andrew. <laughs> uh, and you know what? Uh, we will also be uh, letting you know. He, he makes a lot of other stuff, uh, uh, crafts and everything like that, and he does sell them. Uh, he does really well. Um, so we will be posting and uh, letting you guys know where to get more stuff from him if you'd like. But this contest, this is how it works. It's going to run from April 4th to May 4th. And all you got to do is share your favorite episode of Dude Could You Imagine, whether it's from season one or season two. Share it on your social media. Uh, you can share it. If you share it on Twitter, go ahead and use the hashtag Dude Could You Imagine. If you share it on any other social media, just make sure you show us proof. And you can send that proof over to Dude Could You Imagine at gmail.com. And there will be two other ways that you can also enter. Um, if you uh, feel like you can leave us an Apple Podcast review. Uh, go ahead and do that. That'll enter you in the contest. If you've already left us a Apple Podcast review, good job. Thank you. Yeah. And also, you're retroactively already entered in the contest. Yeah, I think that's um, very fair. And another thing that you can do is leave a Spotify rating and show us the proof. And if you do so, uh, we will enter you in the contest. And if you want to do all three things, if you want to go ahead and share us on social media, leave an Apple Podcast review, and leave a Spotify rating, well, guess what? You just entered three times. You have three times the chance to win. Yes, just don't forget on Twitter, use the hashtag Dude Could You Imagine. And if you do it any other way, send your proof over to Dude Could You Imagine at gmail.com. Good luck, everybody. The podcast you have just heard are the imaginings from the highly evolved minds of the extra dimensional beings, Will and Tom. It has been translated into a format more easily understood by the human mind. Interpret it as you will. Should you find yourself seeking more answers to life's most intriguing mysteries, you can show your support by becoming a Patreon member at patreon.com slash dude could you imagine. You can also leave an Apple Podcast review. You can subscribe to us on Instagram at dude underscore could you imagine, on Twitter at DCY Imagine, and on our YouTube channel where you can leave a like and a comment. We can also be reached through our email, dudecouldyouimagine at gmail.com. We leave you now so that you may gather your thoughts until we meet again to ponder the meaning of the cosmos and ask, Dude, could you imagine? Could you imagine? Could you imagine? Could not be trusted with the ring. Because you're going to smeagle I, my ass. I, I, See, I can't trust anybody. Yeah. yeah. Well, I hope I wouldn't smeagle your ass, but I probably would. It's my birthday. I'm like, ah! Yeah, I know.